I have a serious question for you. Why is the world of wellness so serious? It's all about discipline, willpower, all work and no play. And to be honest, the focus seems to be much more on how we look than how we feel. These impossible standards can feel like a full-time job, but it doesn't have to. Welcome to Part-Time Wellness, the podcast where we redefine wellness and create health habits that enhance our life, not overtake it. I'm Chelsea Eithoven, a wellness coach for women with ADHD, late diagnosed ADHD or myself, and your biggest cheerleader. I believe that you can have it all. You can experience a life of fulfillment, joy, and play, along with thriving health and wellness. You can have your cake and eat it too. Why else would you make a cake? ADHDers deserve to experience the feeling of thriving, not just surviving. So together, we'll explore the world of wellness and life in general with ADHD. Don't forget to subscribe and let's dive in. We've got a lot to chat about. Hey, hey, welcome back to Part-Time Wellness. This is Chelsea Eithoven. I'm your host and your wellness bestie. You know, the person that you come to for all your questions about nutrition, motivation, that kind of thing, and also ADHD-specific nutrition and motivation and all that. It's kind of funny, actually. My friends do come to me for questions about things like this. I mean, go figure, right? Anyways, I am so happy to be here today. You guys, you are really giving me some freaking dopamine. Let me tell you what. I've been reading a few new reviews and getting amazing messages from you guys and holy cow, it gives me dopamine. So thank you for being here today. If you've been a listener for a little while and you haven't yet left me a rating and review, go ahead and quickly do that. I think you can do it while you're still listening, wherever you are listening to your podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much in advance and I love you. So today I'm going to be giving you a strategy to feel proud of what you accomplish today and also proud of what you accomplished yesterday. And the funny thing is, I'm going to be honest with y'all about where I have been. I have been on the damn struggle bus, okay? I don't know if any of you have been riding this struggle bus with me, but like, Beep, beep, we're just moving through town. But anyways, what I mean by that is I have started tracking my period. And actually, you know what's funny is this is totally the husband of a woman with ADHD. My husband started tracking my period. I always say I'm going to do it and never actually keep track, but he's been keeping track. And I've noticed that the luteal phase, for whatever reason, this month was real rough for me. It's been real rough. If you're not familiar with your menstrual cycle and what the different phases are, the luteal phase is right before you start your period. And I believe it's a longer phase. I feel like it's anywhere from like, you know, 10 to 14 days before you start your period after ovulation. But I have been having just a week, okay? Way more anxious than I usually am. Ton of struggle to activate myself, to do the things that are normally, you know, within access for me to do. And I know that my fellow ADHDers can completely relate to this. And I don't know about you, but in the past, it has always gotten me really down in the dumps. So not only was I feeling not great at all because my brain's not producing enough dopamine. Your brain produces even less dopamine in this phase right before your period. And I believe when you're on your period, but 
not only was my brain producing less dopamine, but then a lot of times when I do have difficulty activating myself in this time, that means that then on top of that, I'm going to feel this shame and blame and guilt for not doing the things that I said I wanted to do or just holding myself against the measuring stick of my past self or what I think I quote unquote should be doing, right? And so not only do I already kind of feel baseline, not very good, but then you add an extra layer of shame, blame, just total self despair and you feel even worse. And what my mission for myself has been in the past year since I've been diagnosed is really to slowly, bit by bit, day by day, really even minute by minute, remove those layers of shame and blame for not measuring up to the standard of perfection that I previously held myself to, and sometimes, admittedly, still do. So interesting too, and I know I've talked about this before, but we've talked about like the cycles of productivity, and I know some of you have found me from Katie's podcast, Women and ADHD. She's amazing. If you're not following that podcast already, you definitely should be. But if you found me there, we talked about the cycle of productivity, right? And it's like you go through this time where you're like, all right, everything is relatively easy, easier than it usually is for me, right? And then you come back down and a lot of this does have to do with estrogen production and therefore dopamine production in the brain. Because remember, dopamine is a neurochemical that influences our motivation. So I never expect the low to come again. It's so funny. It's like when I'm in the moment of feeling really good and able to activate and not feeling that anxiety and feeling a good amount of dopamine, right? Like my medicine is working the way it's supposed to and all that good stuff because I'm in a, you know, a place in my cycle or I've given myself enough rest and drink enough water and eat enough food, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I never anticipate the low to come. It's so funny that every single time, and even though I've worked on this mentally, remembering, okay, remember, this is going to come again, and when it does, it's okay. It still catches me by surprise every time. So interesting. So I just thought I'd share that because I'm curious if you guys resonate. The most recent review it made me so happy because somebody said that as they're listening to the podcast, they're just continually hearing things and they're like, hey, my brain does that too. Hey, my brain does that too. Hey, I feel that way too as they're listening to the podcast. And I just love that so much because, and that's why I come on here and say the things that I'm always thinking that I don't tend to say out loud to people in my real life. Because as you know, everybody in our real life is in ADHD. And when you say something like that, they just kind of look at you with this blank stare and you'll be like, do you feel that too? And they're like, uh, no. And you're like, okay, anyways, moving on. (laughs) So I just want you guys to know how satisfying it is for me and how much it just lights me up when you send me messages or leave reviews saying things like that. Because as much as you feel seen and heard, I feel equally seen to hear that in return, right? So again, just love y'all. I know I feel like I say that like every episode, but I just, I truly do appreciate it so much. It makes my day. And so that's why I want to continue to express my appreciation. All right. So a little rundown of what this episode is going to look like. We always start with my hyper focus of the week. Now that the podcast is bi-weekly, technically 
hyperfocus of the bye week, I guess. Then I'm going to read you a little bit from my journal entry that I actually wrote this morning because I just wrote something that I feel like could help some of you when you are looking at your past self yesterday and feeling shameful that you didn't get what you wanted done, maybe feeling shameful about the way you ate or that you planned to exercise and you didn't, or like me yesterday, I seriously had the hardest time drinking water. And it's so easy to look back and just be like, Chelsea, come on, you are literally a wellness coach. Get your shit together, girl, you know? But I'm not gonna do that and I will read you the thought that I practice and tell myself when these things happen. So we're going to do that and then I'm going to share with you the strategy to help you feel proud of what you accomplished today. And it is a journaling practice, but it's a really quick one. And I'm a big proponent of pen to paper, even though sometimes it's difficult to get myself to actually get the pen to the paper. I found that it is the best way to sort through some of my thoughts, get out some of the like cobwebs that are in my head that are not feeling so good, you know, some of these negative thoughts, and just gain clarity. So it is a journaling practice, but it can be as short as three sentences. Um, It could be as long as a page if you want, but mine tends to be, you know, like six sentences. But I think this is going to be so helpful for you. It's been super helpful for me. So um, this practice, it's kind of a way to genuinely feel and start practicing some self-love, which can be such just a a word that we hear all the time, but we don't really know how to do it. Like actually, I was watching Summer House yesterday and some of the girls were talking to Maya. If you watch Summer House, (laughs) such a niche thing (laughs) that you maybe are listening to this and you have ADHD and you want to improve your wellness and you also watch Summer House. Anyways, they were telling Maya with her dating situation, like, why don't you love yourself? Well, there's this to love about you and this to love about you. And it's like, we think that that's going to be helpful. Practicing self-love is another thing altogether. And this strategy that I'm going to be sharing with you today, I think will be a really concrete way for you to start feeling some self-love and love for yourself and form a positive relationship with yourself and start shifting your relationship with self from one that's really negative and you're always beating yourself up to starting to see and feel more positively about who you are as a human. So it's so good. I'm so pumped to share it with you. But before we get into that, let's quickly hit on my hyper-focus of the week. And that is my paintable habit tracker. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that we've talked about in previous episodes using a habit tracker and how it can be helpful because when you're focusing on, particularly if you're using a habit tracker for one new habit, giving yourself that little check of accomplishment is a little hit of dopamine. And I find for me, completing a task does not give me dopamine. But doing a little something to like checking something off or highlighting it or crossing it off or what I'm gonna share with you what I'm doing this month, the paintable habit tracker is the satisfaction that I need to feel like it is complete because I don't get the satisfaction from actually completing the thing, if that makes sense. And I do believe that is a difference between the neurotypical brain and the ADHD brain is that 
we don't tend to get that dopamine from completing tasks the same way neurotypical people do, which is why it can be difficult in part to initiate. So this paintable habit tracker, I was trying to think of a way that would just be a little form of almost a little mini reward for myself for completing the habit, right? And in the name of novelty and doing something new and exciting, I created this new kind of habit tracker. So I love a habit tracker that's just on a piece of paper and you just check it off or you, I love using stickers, that's given me dopamine in the past. But I had this idea, what if I made a habit tracker and on one of my big, it's like a poster sized sticky notes. I freaking love these things. I use them all the time. They're like all over my office. So it's the size of a poster, but it's a sticky note. It's sticky on the top. I think it's actually the Post-it brand. So it's like a giant Post-it. And I wrote in pencil, habit tracker, and the month, May, and what I'm focusing on, I'm just focused on one habit a month for my habit tracker. And this month I'm focusing on rest. So I drew um, four weeks. So four, is that columns or rows? I don't know. Four weeks and then, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If you want to see a visual of it and you're interested in the digital course, I do take you guys through the process of me doing the one small step method, which is the habit formation process I teach in the digital course. But I show you a month of me going through it and I'm showing you this month, May. So at the end of May, there will be a whole video that's almost like YouTube style of me going through the month of May forming this habit. You'll be able to see a visual of it. But hopefully I'm explaining it well enough. Anyways, the squares that are the thing that I will be, you know, quote unquote, checking off are probably the size of like the palm of my hand. Okay, so it's not small. And instead of just checking it off with a pen or something like that, I keep my watercolors nearby the habit tracker. And whenever I complete what I'm focusing on, which is rest in the afternoon, just doing a little bit of rest that's something other than just scrolling TikTok, I take the watercolors and I paint in that square however I want. So it has been so much fun. I mean, I haven't done this yet. I've kind of just been doing abstract different colors and whatnot. But I could even paint little pictures in each one. And it is like the best motivation. I love it so much. So I thought some of you might get a kick out of that or that might be a nice way for you to try doing a habit tracker, especially if you find you kind of get bored of just the habit trackers on like an online platform or an app. Those don't work as well for me because I'm not as excited to just like click a button to check it off. So, but painting in a little box and getting to paint a little mini picture, hell yeah, I'm very into that. (laughs) Okay, so that's my hyper focus of the week. I am having so much fun doing that. You'll absolutely have to let me know if you try that. And now, like I said, before I get into the journaling strategy, I wanna share with you just where I was yesterday because I don't use this journaling strategy every day. I find it's the most helpful when I'm in this place of feeling disappointed in my past self, maybe maybe feeling like, I really wish I would have done this and this and this yesterday, and then feeling like my present self has to like catch up, and just this, when I maybe am feeling like my relationship to myself could use a little bit of help. So I say that because a lot of stuff I share is not 
things that I do every single day. They're these like as needed type strategies and that I will do for a while and maybe fall out of it and come back into it when I need it again or when I remember or whatever. I'm real loosey-goosey like that. Something else I think will be interesting to share with you guys is the way I title these podcasts is typically the solution to whatever the struggle or the problem is. But that means that I typically don't get to that solution for a little while in the podcast. Like I've been recording for 16 minutes and I haven't gotten to the journaling prompt yet. And I just want to say, because I have gotten, I had, well, it's just one message, but you know, those one messages that are like negative can sometimes kick up the RSD and somebody was really upset because one of my podcasts, she was like, I was 15 minutes into it and you hadn't even said anything yet, (laughs) you know? And I think that's so interesting because to me, I think if I would come on here and just give you the journaling and not tell you how I was feeling previously or like share all this backstory and whatnot, I think that would actually make it less valuable. I think the lead up is helpful because you can then recognize, oh yeah, I've been in that exact place before. And I think every little bit, not just that's the title piece, is important for the value of the podcast. So I was just thinking of that, you know, again, if you are not familiar with RSD or that term, it's rejection sensitivity dysphoria. And it's the fact that us ADHDers are much more sensitive to rejection or perceived rejection, right? So as I was recording and saw the time going up, I was starting to feel that and be like, people probably think I'm babbling. But again, it's just about reminding myself that with all the positive messages I get, if there's one person who doesn't like the style of the podcast, it's no big deal. Even if there's a bunch of people that don't like the style, right? What's important is that some people do and enjoy it. So I'm a little loosey-goosey all over the place today. My brain is like a little hopping from thing to thing and it's all good. I think that's also part of this luteal phase situation. So anyways, yesterday I really had a difficult time doing anything. I had a difficult time drinking water. I started working and I just felt like my brain was all over the place. I couldn't really get one thing done because I just, I wasn't there. I wasn't all there, you know? And that meant that I ended up watching a lot of Summer House and chilling on the couch and I didn't have the dopamine to get much done. So I'm going to just read you some of my journal entry from this morning. I did this first, a little brain dump, and then I did the journaling activity I'm about to tell you about. But I, just so you can set the scene of where I was yesterday. So this morning I journaled. Felt like I needed a bit of free write today. Yesterday was hard. It's always good, though, to get a reminder that sometimes, no matter how badly we want to, the thing just isn't going to happen. And I want you to remember that, too. That is the definition of executive dysfunction, that no matter how badly you want to do the thing, you can't activate to do the thing. So back to my journaling entry. I was unable to activate. After taking meds, having coffee and food and water and doing the things, I just don't think it could have happened because it didn't. The best thought I can offer myself right now is that I did exactly what I was supposed to do yesterday. How do I know? Because it's what I did. Dramatic pause for that because that is the main thing that I would like for you to remember next time you have a moment 
that you struggle to activate or a day that you look back and you're like, oh, I really should have. If that word should is involved at all, that's a time to use this thought. The best thought I can offer myself right now is that I did exactly what I was supposed to yesterday. How do I know? Because it's what I did. The way that you know you did what you were supposed to is because that's what you did. And that's the end of the story. We don't need to analyze it any further than that because we can't change what we did yesterday. And then I went on to write, if I take away all the blame and shame, that's what it comes down to. If no one was here to tell me, or if I never learned I was supposed to quote unquote be productive, how would I have felt about yesterday? And when you think about it that way, and you're like, if nobody ever told me that there's such thing as wasting time, if nobody ever told me that we are supposed to be productive, if nobody ever told me that I shouldn't on a Monday be on the couch watching TV at 2 p.m., how would I feel about yesterday? I will be totally emotionally neutral. And thinking this thought that I did exactly what I was supposed to yesterday because that's what I did, simply because that's what happened, I know that's what was supposed to happen, drops that blame and shame. And it does allow me to remember that the reason I feel this way is not because I inherently did a bad thing. I didn't kill somebody. I didn't hurt anyone. I just took what I needed because I didn't have the dopamine to activate. And that is totally okay. And that is just so helpful to remove that layer of blame and shame, especially the next day as I'm just focusing on moving forward. Past me, I feel like I would have been like, feeling like I had something to make up for. I would be starting the day feeling guilty and feeling this blame and shame for what I did yesterday. And that never does anything positive for me. We think that that's going to activate us. That does not tend to activate us into action. In fact, those negative feelings, those negative emotions tend to shut us down. And I know everybody's different and we are motivated in the short term sometimes by this anxiety and shame, but it doesn't tend to last and it doesn't tend to be to our benefit. So that's just to set the scene where I was at yesterday. And now let's hop into the journaling strategy that I use occasionally and that, like I said, really helps me feel proud of what I am going to accomplish today and proud of what I accomplished yesterday. So again, this journaling can be as short as three sentences. You can go as long as you want. And this one journaling strategy has helped me really reconnect with myself in a way that honestly I didn't think was possible and really, really appreciate myself. To be honest with you, in the past, I've kind of felt like I was at a battle with myself. And what I mean by that is like there was always this tension and this like bitterness between my past self, my present self, and my future self. Honestly, like they didn't really like each other. So what I mean by that is like present me always felt kind of annoyed and ashamed that past me didn't do enough. Like... Oh my gosh, again, if I would have been in the same kind of mindset, then I would have been thinking about my past self yesterday. Well, I hardly drank any water. Oh my gosh, well, I should have gotten this podcast done yesterday because tomorrow we're going to the beach and I didn't set myself up for success and I didn't even post on social media yesterday, blah, 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 blah. You know, I could keep going in this negative spiral forever. 
Present me always used to have something negative to say about past me. She always felt like, girl, you are not doing enough, okay? You know, so that's one angle of it. But then at the same time, present me was never really looking out for future me. Like present me was more focused on immediate gratification and tended to kind of leave all the grunt work to future me. She kind of would leave future me like high and dry. Of course, by the time I'm actually at the place where I am future me, I'm annoyed with past me, right? Like, dude, this is a freaking group project and you expect me to do 90% of the work, homie. Like that is not gonna work for me. (laughs) And I hope you're relating to this and you don't just think I'm a psychopath. You might, and that's fine. But like, it is true. They feel like different versions of ourselves. So it's an interesting perspective to think about this from. We're like, future me can handle it. We always assume that our future selves is going to be like this perfect version of a human that like has all this endless energy and endless motivation. And we don't really think about the fact that future us is still gonna be us with the same amount of energy and likely the same amount of motivation. You know, again, it varies because of ADHD and if you're a female and you have a menstrual cycle, etc. But still gonna be you. Okay, and then get this. Present me would also kind of feel slighted because she wants to have fun. She wants to enjoy the moment, right? She's like, oh my God, I feel like we just spend all this time doing stuff for future me and all we're thinking about is like, oh, how is this gonna make me better in the future, right? Like, when are we gonna have fun? I don't wanna do all this stuff. I wanna do something for me right now. And it's this constant battle between the three and they were just like constantly not working together. The teamwork just ain't teaming. Like it's not working. (laughs) So this journaling has kind of helped me overcome this in a way. And it's also helped me set super, super, super realistic goals for a day and feel super proud and grateful of all the versions of me, past, present, and future. And most importantly, all three versions of me, past, present, and future, all feel nourished. This journaling prompt helps us nourish the past, present, and future versions of ourselves. So here's what you're going to do, okay? Three steps with an optional fourth step. So the optional fourth step, we'll start with that, is an optional brain dump. If you want to, either before or after doing this, you can do some sort of brain dump, like what I just read you, right? I actually did that before I wrote the journaling because I just felt like I needed some free writing first. You might feel that way after, like you didn't get everything done, or you might just want to like start as you're doing this other thing, you're thinking of all these things you have to do, just like jot them down, you know, just get a brain dump going if you want, if that's helpful for you, okay? So that's optional step one. Actual step one, okay, is you are going to journal one thing you are thankful to your past self for doing to nourish you yesterday. So this is going to be set up in the format of yesterday, today, tomorrow, aka past self, present self, future self. So the first thing you're going to do is express gratitude and say one thing you are thankful to your past self for doing to nourish you yesterday. So it doesn't just have to be one thing, but that's just like the minimum, right? So I'm going to read you my examples from today as I go through these. So what I wrote was, 
Thank you, Yesterday Chels, for going on a walk after dinner. You made that choice for me, and I'm grateful, meaning like for present me. Thank you for doing that, that marketing class, to have some clarity on your sales page. That was just a work task that I was helpful to me, even though I really didn't want to activate and do it. I found a way to motivate myself to do it, and I'm thankful today that I did. And thank you for doing your skincare last night. That was nice, and I feel good about that today. Everybody's level is different of what's like bare minimum for them, but these are three bare minimum tasks that if I was in an all or nothing mindset yesterday, I would not have done them. I would have not done any of those things. I would have said, going on a walk, doing this marketing class, and um, doing skincare, those are things for tomorrow me, right? But I didn't, and today I'm so grateful that I did those three things because that is breaking that all or nothing habit. It's like, yeah, I had a really difficult day, but I did something for me, and I'm proud of that. Just that gets me in this mindset of rather than like feeling like past me didn't do enough, feeling understanding of her the way I would a close friend. I would never shame or blame a close friend or say, well, you should have done this. Well, you know, you were just being lazy. I would never, ever say that to a friend or any of you or a client or anybody, you know? I would be like, yeah, sometimes it's hard. But these are what you did to be proud of yourself in this moment. Let's bask in that proudness instead. So that was journaling step one. Write something you're thankful to your past self for. Then next, you're going to write one thing you'll do to nourish your present self today. Now, what this means is something fun you are going to do. Only when you are journaling about this, you are writing about something that you genuinely want to do in this very moment. Not something that you're like, oh, I'll feel good if I do that tomorrow. No, no. Something you want to do so that your present self can feel like she or he or they are being paid attention to and are getting some satisfaction in the moment to enjoy life in the present, okay? And this is what it sounded like for me today. By the way, I typically will try to limit myself to one or two things when I'm going for this part, okay? So one or two things for the present and the future because you don't wanna have too much on your to-do list for the day. And that is like such a practice of self-control for me, but we're working on it and I'm doing better about it, okay? So I have two things, but I would say it's ideal to do one. So here's what I wrote for today. Today, to nourish present me, I'm going to go to the library and get some books for the beach. I'm also gonna work out I'm going to do an an obey workout. That'll be fun. And I drew a little smiley face. It'll be nice to get out of my head for a bit. I'm excited to go to the library. That'll be my little after lunch treat. So I've been wanting to get a library card and um, go to our library. I haven't done that since we've moved up to Mississippi and I'm so excited for it. So that's something I'm going to do for my today self that I'm really looking forward to. And a workout is also something that for me is something to do for my today self because I really enjoy moving my body and I haven't moved my body in like four days at this point other than a walk, which walks are amazing and great and perfect, but I like to move my body in lots of different creative ways. So I'm excited to find a workout that looks fun. So those are not things I'm doing for my future self. Yes, they will benefit my future self, right? Since we're going to the beach tomorrow, I'll be happy to have a book and I'll be, you know, 
working out does benefit my future me, but I didn't pick them because of that. I picked them because they're things I want to do for me today, okay? So even if that is something that's not gonna be beneficial to your future self, it doesn't matter. This is about nourishing our present self, okay? Then the last section is you're going to write down one thing you're going to do today to nourish your future self, aka your self tomorrow. So we're not going to be like future self in 10 years. We're just thinking about our tomorrow self. We're keeping this close because the farther out we get in time, I feel like the less we can relate to that version of ourselves. We are going to just think about one or two things that we are going to do today that our tomorrow self will feel happy that we did. We're setting up that future self for success. So what I wrote is, to nourish my tomorrow self, today I'll record a podcast and pack. That way, tomorrow me won't feel rushed or stressed. I'll have all my weekly things that I needed to get done, done. That'll be so nice. To get that done, I'll also need to finish laundry in order to pack. So technically there are three things in there, right? And look, I'm doing one of them right now. I'm recording a podcast. Go me. But since tomorrow we're leaving for the beach, we're leaving at like, I don't know, three-ish or so, I totally could have pushed off this podcast and I could push off packing. But instead, I'm deciding that I'm going to do that today so tomorrow me has more mental space. I'm not pushing everything to the last minute because I know that's not nice to tomorrow me. And tomorrow, I can wake up and be thankful of today me for doing that. Can you see how this all kind of like can kind of change your perspective of yourself and feel really good and really good about what you did today, what you did yesterday, and about your tomorrow self. And it's just connected and fused these three versions of me into one version of me that is in integrity with who I want to be. Does that make sense? Like, it's not like, oh, I was this past awful version of myself and tomorrow it's going to be so much better, you know? No, none of that. It's all me. And I stand in integrity with my values, which are self-compassion, right? And growth. And those two can coexist. And I'm living in my values. And I lived in my values yesterday. And I'm going to do it today. And I also am going to do it tomorrow. And I'm proud of myself. And I am grateful for me, for the things that I've done to nourish me. I feel so good about this right now. I can't tell you the difference that this practice has made in my mental health because I woke up this morning and did start to think those thoughts of, oh, yesterday, yada, yada, like all these things, all these negative thoughts, right? So the way you can use this, though, is then when you're making your to-do list for the day, if you do a to-do list or whatever, these will be your priorities. So You should just have two to four things. That's it, right? And they could be work things. They could be personal things, whatever. And you can write more on your to-do list or whatever your daily list is, of course. But I'd encourage you to choose only one or two from those like past and present nourishings, right? (laughs) Is that what we're called? Nourishings? To have those as priorities on your list. So quick reminder what the journaling is. You can do an optional brain dump before or after you do this. Then you're going to write down one thing you're thankful to your past self for doing to nourish you yesterday. 
one thing you'll do to nourish your present self today, and that's something fun and exciting for you, and one thing that you will do to nourish your future self, aka yourself tomorrow. And again, I encourage you to choose only one to two of these, and these are your priorities, your things that are like, if nothing else gets done today, I am proud of myself because I did these things. So one reason that this is really helpful of just choosing a couple things is to build self-trust. Because basically self-trust is the same as trust with other people. With other people, if somebody says they're going to do something, we trust that they're going to follow through and actually do it. That's trusting them. Same thing for ourselves. But that means we need to set the standard, not at perfection, right? We need it to be achievable. So if you only set one or two things, you're increasing your chances of follow through with your word to yourself. You're keeping it doable, which is going to help this be something that is going to instill in you a sense of pride and gratitude, right? If you put like 20 things on this list today, I'm going to, for my present self, go to the library and work out and go for a walk and meditate and be in the sun and do this and do that and do this and do that. For my future self, I'm going to record a podcast and post this and plan out my whole content for the next month. I know I'm not going to get that done and it's not going to create the feelings of pride and gratitude. It's actually going to create more of those negative feelings. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you want to and have a desire to feel proud of your choices, particularly your choices when it comes to your wellness habits. So the amount you exercise and move your body, how many vegetables and fruits you eat, um, drinking water, balanced nutrition, all of those things. If you want to feel proud of your choices when it comes to wellness habits, if you want to trade out discipline for dopamine, so feeling the need to force yourself by discipline to do these wellness habits, you want to trade that out for utilizing dopamine and fun and using that as a motivating factor to do your wellness habits, highly encourage you to check out the Wellness with ADHD digital course. It gives you all the tools you need to jumpstart your wellness habits in an ADHD-friendly way. Or if you're somebody who you are kind of all or nothing and you always are going back and forth from doing it all or falling into that nothing category with your wellness habits, this will help you start fresh and have systems to not do the all or nothing thing, to find a nice balanced place in the middle. And the strategies and the structures in there are specifically created for the ADHD brain to help you form habits in an ADHD friendly way, to utilize your motivation instead of discipline. And you can get started with the course for just $39 today. There's an option to pay in full or you can break it up into six $39 payments over six months. And if you choose that, then you can literally get access to everything right now today. And it's also set up in a way that you can binge a bunch in the beginning when you're super excited about it. But then it's also after that, the only expectations is to watch one short video a month and that will help keep you on track. So check it out. Hope you enjoy it. If you check it out, the link will be in the show notes. And that is all I have for you today. If you try this journaling prompt, either leave me a review and let me know how it goes or shoot me a DM. I am going to go do my little exercise, eat, and then I'm going to go to the library. And I'm so freaking excited. Okay, love y'all so much. 
Hope you have the best day ever. Come connect with me on Instagram, TikTok. Okay, see you next time. Bye.